Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I just counted them up. Wednesday, I made a two-hour video giving you 33 reasons why you should come to the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. Thirty years ago, God began giving me prophecies saying that one day He's going to use me to win thousands upon thousands of souls to His kingdom, including an audible voice, a vision, a dream, six prophetic words, 33 in all, and I believe that I have been directed to organize a meeting to release sevenfold miracles. We're asking those who believe in the warning given to Dimitri Dudeman that America is the mystery Babylon, willing to sow a key of David's seed, commit to a three-day consecutive fast, and believe in the end times to come to this crusade. During this crusade, we're asking people to walk the steps of Moses by observing Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, which is April 19 to 22. We believe that once we have fasted, sown the key of David, and opened the doors and followed the steps of Moses, God is going to release the sevenfold miracles like no person or angel in human history has ever seen. If you want to attend, register at sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. There are only 500 seats available. We expect to have several thousand wanting to come. That's sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Register while there are still seats available. sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. If you've been listening to the Prophecy Club for a while, you've probably heard me quote some amazing prophecies, and you probably thought, man, I'd like to have a copy of those prophecies. I put together my selection of the most quoted speakers we've had at the Prophecy Club, and by getting this offer, you will have the most important information from 25 years, 160 guest speakers that have made 330 DVDs, in my opinion. It's called Stan's Quote Material. The first one is The Storm Judgment Revival. You've heard me say Shane Warren many times. Revelations for the Midnight Hour, Maurice Scalar. I Saw the Dollar Dead, Daniel Davis. The End of Times, Augusto Perez. Will You Survive America's Fall, Doug Metzger. Catastrophe Meteor Tsunami Earthquake, Ephraim Rodriguez. Meteor Destruction of America by me. And the most important one, Wake Up America by Dimitri Dudeman, and a book called Prophecies of the Fall of America. That's nine DVDs, one book, valued $280 for a gift of just $75. That's right, $280 worth of material, nine DVDs in a book for $75. And it's called Stan's Quote Material. You get it at prophecyclub.com. Stan's Quote material. I would even say Stan's favorite quote material. You want the best information? You get this offer. Stan's quote material. Nine DVDs and a book. $280 value for $75. Prophecyclub.com. Now we're going to listen to one of them, The End of Times by Augusto Perez. Of evil that will sweep this nation and the world. All the different size boats represent churches, ministries, People in general who are oblivious to the events that are about to transpire as they are too concerned with their own churches, ministries, and lives to care. Although I tried to warn them, my voice was not heeded until it was too late. Luke 21, 25 to 28, about the signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, the earth anxiety of nations with perplexity for the roaring of the sea and the waves. All these things, people, are signs of the end times. It's not going to happen all in one day. It's not going to happen like that. It's not going to happen like people think it's going to happen. It's going to be, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be shocked how things are going to evolve. 
This experience is one of the experiences I have guarded very, very, very close to my heart. I've never shared this, really. This is going to be probably the first time I've shared this, and then not in all the, the details because of what it entails. Sometimes I share some of these things at the risk of people thinking that I'm trying to speak arrogantly or proudly. I, I had the vision. I had this. I didn't choose these things. I didn't ask for these things. I don't know why. I certainly could have picked somebody better than me. I even have an accent. Why did the Lord pick me to warn people here? I don't know. But all I know, all I can do is do and say the things that he has given me to say to warn the people. Whatever people do with it is their own choice. This one, I was taken to the very throne room. I was there. Men were talking about the things that were about to quickly come to pass in America and the world in general. I noticed a very large throne with the Lord sitting on it, beckoning me to come closer. I saw him holding a big book on his lap. As I approached him, I kept looking at him and the book he was holding. I was not afraid. I felt great peace, wonderful peace. But somehow, I was apprehensive at what I was going to see written in the book. When I got real close to him, and I don't know how I got there, all of a sudden I was right there. I believe in the spirit. You don't walk. You just think and you're there. There's no talking. The Lord talked and I knew what he was saying. And he knew what I was thinking. It's, it's, it's a very strange feeling in the spirit realm. I kept looking at him and the book he was holding. And suddenly I was right there next to him. I was just looking at him. I was so amazed at just looking at him. When you're in his presence, you just don't want to look at anything else. You're just consumed with him. But he looked down at the book like, look. He didn't say nothing, just he looked. I knew he wanted me to look at the book. And I didn't want to look at the book. I wasn't afraid. I was just apprehensive what, what, what what's written there. Eventually, I looked at the book. When I looked at the book he was holding, he was looking at a page. I saw the page that the book was open to. And at the bottom of the book, I saw the sentence written. At the bottom of the page, I saw the sentence written, the end of times. Right next to it, I clearly saw some dates written. When I saw the dates, I asked him, is this the date when the end of times will begin? And as I said the words, the one sitting on the throne and holding the book nodded to me with a serious, somber look on his face. I woke up and startled, started to pray for understanding what I had been shown. Again, I, I kept this thing close to me for the last several years. I had a friend of mine who was, I just shared a little bit with him, and he was really wanting me to share it. And he kiddingly said, Augusto, we're going to have to waterboard you to get that thing out. <laughs> I just didn't think that it was the time to do it. So now I don't believe in setting dates. I've never done so. We know that Jesus said no one knows the day or the hour. However, he did command us to watch and be sober for that day as it approached. The date shown to me has to do with the times of great tribulation spoken of by the prophets of old and the Lord Jesus Christ himself when he was on the earth. We do not believe it has to do with the end of the world, however. It may have something to do with the end of times as we know it. We also believe after much prayer that it may have something to do with a coming cosmic event that somehow will affect time as we have known it on planet earth. We are prisoners of time. Time was created for our benefit on planet earth. We know God lives in a dimensionless, timeless zone, right? Dimension. Something's going to happen, people, that is going to affect time. And if you read the book of Revelation, it tells you 
it tells you a third of the sun, a third of the stars was gone. It's difficult to explain, but something will happen to the earth that will affect the fabric of space and time. These things will take place. It's just we've never thought that this would happen in our lifetime. We believe some horrible cataclysmic event will be responsible for this. This was confirmed to me three months later in the pole shift vision. And again, there's a scripture. In June 28, 2006, I was in this place that I was looking at the beautiful stars and the heavens when suddenly the stars started moving fast. First slowly and then fast. It looked at first like the stars were falling. But then as I kept watching it, I realized that the stars were not falling. The earth was moving, causing me to see the stars like moving fast. The earth was shifting, you know, the stars were stationary, but the earth was moving fast. The earth started to shake and wobble. I had to hold on nearby rocks so that not to fall from the violent shaking, rolls and spinning that was taking place. I started feeling dizzy and confusion came over me. I looked and saw the water of a nearby lake also started to disappear. I looked somewhere else for a moment and looked back at the second time and all the water from the lake was gone. It was like it, it, it was drained. Then I also noticed UFOs began to appear everywhere as if somehow they were connected to the whole thing or whatever was happening was making them appear, which before they were not visible. Now they were visible. It was almost like the dimensions were crossed. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's kind of hard to explain. When I woke up, I was still feeling dizzy. And disoriented. It took me a few minutes to, to get my wits about me. I share this experience with some friends of mine who are know something about this. And they told me that that is how a pole shift feels. And this may be triggered by an incoming object or some other anomaly in the near future. Great shaking is coming to this nation and the whole world physically and also spiritually. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. The UFOs appearing in the heavens have to do with the signs in the heavens... Jesus talked about in the end times when he likened it to the days of Noah. Isaiah 13, 13, I will make the heavens tremble. The earth will be shaken out of its place in the wrath of Yahweh of armies and in the day of his fierce anger. Isaiah 24, 19, 20, the earth is utterly broken. The earth is torn apart. The earth is shaken violently. The earth will stagger like a drunken man and will sway back and forth like a hammock. Its disobedience will be heavy on it, and it will fall and not rise again. Psalm 91 and 2, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of Yahweh, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. In 2008, I got another confirmation about this event. I was outside looking at the weather, and I saw a very strong hot wind come out of nowhere and started blow very hard. I saw many strong trees begin to get toppled over and cast around like shrubs by the power and force of this wind. It did not look like a hurricane. Didn't see a hurricane. I didn't see a storm. I didn't see clouds anywhere. I didn't see tornadoes. I didn't see any funnel-shaped clouds. I did not know what caused this. It was very powerful winds. This wind, the interpretation is, is natural but also spiritual. I do not know what will cause it, but it is not normal. It may have to do with the same cataclysmic events spoken about in the Bible. Remember, in the book of Revelation talks about the four angels holding back the winds. How many of you read that? They hold back the winds. How many of you ever thought what is going to cause the winds? Well, I, after I had this experience, I talked to somebody that knows about pole shifts and stif- stuff like that. And they said it will cause horrific winds on the earth. It also may symbolize difficult times that are coming upon the earth in the very near future. 
it will be so strong that it will uproot many big, strong ministries that exist today. It's already begun. They will be toppled over and disappear. Ministries that you have heard for all of your lives are going to be toppled. And there's a scripture I was referring to, Revelation chapter 7, verse 1 through 3. And I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the sea and the earth, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the tree, till we have sealed the servants of our God in our foreheads. In 09, September, I saw a massive hurricane. Now, this, this photo you've seen right there, this is Sandy. This is the photo of Sandy. Now, look at the size of that thing. It measured 1,500 miles in diameter. When the Lord showed me this was in 09. I saw a huge hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico. It was so gigantic, it extended all the way from Mexico to the Florida Peninsula. It covered the whole thing. It was just sitting there. Huge, looking very threatening, and seemed as if it was getting ready to cause destruction to America. It was going to come in through the Gulf states. This is a literal hurricane, also a spiritual hurricane, okay? It's going to be financial also. It will cover other areas as well. There will be persecution, famine, disease, and every conceivable form of darkness. Also a natural hurricane that will be off the charts in the Gulf, of Mex- in the Gulf or somewhere else. Whenever this storm arrives, it will cause a lot of destruction. Chaos, grief upon this nation. Now, do you know Sandy was a Category 1? One. And look at the size of this thing. Can you imagine a Category 5 now? Fireballs. April 28, 2010, I saw fireballs begin to fall from the skies. On closer inspection, they look like meteors or asteroids burning with fire, falling from heaven all over the place. Suddenly, I saw a man, the same man I've seen before. He started telling me, follow me. As I started to follow him, he saved my life. Basically, when he told me to move, and I moved the place where I was, a fireball fell right there moments later. And then I was following him, and he would say, follow me. And the place where I was that time, another fireball fall there, would fall there. And so this is how he guided me to safety. Whenever he would tell me not to go to a certain place, moments later, a ball of fire would hit right there. You need to be led by the Spirit, people. If we're not led by the Spirit now, you may be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Amen. There will be an event that's going to cause balls of fire. Now, this was real. To begin to fall all over the planet. Now, do you know this thing's already happening? I have documented this. It's already happening. There have been balls of fire fall already. Several parts of, the, of, of this country. But God will begin to protect His people supernaturally through His angels. It is later than people realize. You need to make sure you're right with the Lord. You need to get that resentment out of your heart. You need to get that anger out of your heart. You need to get that unforgiveness out of your heart. You need to get all that junk and sin out of your heart. You need to let it go. Let it go. Give it to God. Give it to the Father. This is not the time to be holding on to those things. Genesis 19, 24 to 25. And the Lord reigned upon Sodom and Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the city that which... Ruined upon the ground. Okay, this is another one. May 28, 2011. I saw a spiral. That's how it looked. That's the, the closest thing I could find. It was a bluish hue spiral. It was in the heavens. It came out of nowhere, started spinning. 
as I was watching this spiral, I found myself saying in a loud voice to the people, I kept saying to them, it's spreading radioactive material everywhere. Then right after, I started saying to the same people, there are two fleets of UFOs following right behind it. And I woke up realizing it was just a dream. This strange spiral is going to begin to appear. When this happens, this particular one is going to cause radioactive particles to fall upon the earth, contaminating the waters, food, the cattle, the trees, causing them to be poisoned. This appears to be the same time the watchers, the fallen angels, the Anunnaki will be returning to planet earth to initiate the new world order, Satan's final rebellion against the lawful ruler of the universe. This is called alien invasion that has been broadcasted by Hollywood and the powers that be for many years. The Bible calls it the great deception, warns the people of God to not be deceived by it. These entities will empower the first beast, Antichrist, and the second beast. The spiral has something to do with the arrival of the man of sin who will preside over the new world order. This man is already alive on planet earth, position of great power. When this happens, he will be indwelled by a spirit from the bottomless pit called Abaddon, Polion, Revelation 9-11. God will protect his own, December 15, 2010. This was a powerful experience I had. I was in a large room sitting across a large desk from a man on the other side. I did not recognize the man but I believe he was a messenger from the Lord. In the middle of the table was a large daily bread scripture holder. Do you know how the little things you buy at the, the Bible store? And he has a scripture that you pull out and you read. It was that kind of thing. I was watching this, the daily bread scripture holder on it when all of a sudden it falls on its side, just like that. And it revealed two scriptures that were written on the bottom. At first, I couldn't remember it. So it happened again the second time. I still didn't remember it. I was not paying attention. How many of you have ever not paying attention when the Lord's trying to show you something? He's so merciful. He showed it to me the third time. And the third time, I realized it was the third time, and I made a comment about it out loud. Finally focusing and reading the scriptures that were written on the bottom, and the two scriptures were 1 Samuel 2, 9 to 10, and 1 Corinthians 6, 14. Now, people, this shows us the lateness of the hour. I was overwhelmed and blown away by it. I don't have time to get into the scripture detail by detail, but it is incredible. He talks about the darkness. He talks about what is about to happen. He talks about the wickedness. He talks about the Lord is going to protect the remnant. The two scriptures are hidden in, in a place. I would have, it would have been the last place I would have looked for in 1 Samuel. I would not look for a prophetic word in 1 Samuel. I would, that would not be the place I would look for. I would look for Isaiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, in Psalms, not in 1 Samuel. Okay? This is the scripture. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Listen to it. He will keep the feet of his holy ones, but the wicked shall be put to silence. Listen, in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail. They that strive with Jehovah shall be broken to pieces. Against them will he thunder in heaven. Remember, when the lion of the tribe of Judah roars, puts one foot in the land and the other in the sea, against them he will thunder from heaven. Jehovah will judge the ends of the earth, and he will give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. And 1 Corinthians 6.14, read it too. He talks about redemption at a very difficult time on planet earth. Okay, But the important part there is he shall protect his holy ones, but the wicked shall be put to silence in darkness. By strength shall no man prevail. 
People, you will not be able to save yourself by your own strength. Finally, I'm going to close with this. The coming glory cloud. This was in 207. This is going to happen too. Now, I was standing on this very high platform. Below, there was a multitude of people. They were Christians. I perceived they were Christians. They were waiting and anticipating for something to happen. I kept telling them to get ready for the coming of the glory of the Lord. I kept telling them to get their lives in order, get ready. Everyone seemed worried, concerned about stuff, stuff going on in their lives, in the world around them. They had their eyes on everything going on except the Lord. I became very frustrated. They were not listening to me. I noticed there were several other men on the big platform with me. One of them was a big black guy who seemed to be like my personal bodyguard. I mean, he was huge. And he looked at me with a sad face bewildered look in his face that the people were not listening to me. And suddenly he was looking in my direction to my left and he was overwhelmed. He just fell down prostrate on the floor. And as I turned to look where he was looking, I noticed in the distance appeared a very big bright cloud of glory. It was blinding light. It was the most beautiful light I've ever seen. I quickly turned to the people and told them, I said, hurry up, get ready, get prepared. Lift your heart, hands up, begin to worship the Lord. Get ready. As I turned again, I saw the glory cloud. It was much closer this time. I noticed inside the glory cloud, I noticed there were a lot of chariots, a lot of horsemen, a lot of, a lot of uh, movement in there. The tall black man had been prostrated on the floor, got up, and seeing the people were still not listening to me, turned to the people and spoke out with a loud, booming voice and great authority. Listen to the apostle. I woke up from that vision with a strong urgency in my spirit. This is the interpretation. The glory of the Lord is about to invade planet earth. It's extremely important to stop playing games and get ready to be received by the coming glory and immersed by it. This glory cloud also represents a gathering of the saints from the four corner of the earth as it's called the harpazo. I sense urgency in the vision. The fact that many of God's people are not prepared. They were just looking at their problem, at their circumstance. The platform represents ministry. The other men on the platform represent other ministries. As the darkness continues to engulf planet Earth people, it's time to wake up and get ready for the darkness and for the glory. Isaiah 61 says, there will be great darkness, but in the midst of that great darkness, the glory of the Lord shall rise upon thee. God bless you. God bless you, brother. God bless you, brother. What he just said is so true. He just said that the glory of the Lord is about to return. I want to paint a quick picture for you of what it's going to be like the day that Jesus returns. By the time Jesus returns, the Bible says the sun has gone out. It's black as sackcloth sackcloth of hair. The moon will not give its light. The stars withdraw their shining. The earth has turned upside down. Isaiah 24 verses 1 and 19 says it reels to and fro and then it turns upside down and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. The, every mountain has fallen. Isaiah 40 verse 3 says the high places fall, the low places or the valleys fill in, the crooked places are made straight, the rough places are made smooth. The earth is a nice round smooth ball. Everything in the sea has died. The sea is no more. Okay, And on that day, Revelation 6, 12 and other scriptures says that they go down into the holes of the rocks. And when they see Jesus, 
They cry to the holes in the rocks and say, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth upon the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. So if you are standing on the earth on the day Jesus returns, this is what it would be like. You would look up into the sky, and yes, there are clouds. Jesus returns in the clouds. But the Bible says, Woe to those that desire the day of the Lord. For it is not a day of light, but of darkness and clouds and thick darkness. Amen? Okay. So as we looked up into the sky, we would see nothing but black. We would see no sun, no moon, no stars, nothing except for over there, one star heading this way. And his name is the bright morning star. Amen. Okay. And as that star gets closer, then all of a sudden Jesus returns and he blows his glory. Watch this. Down on the earth. He blows his glory. And it says that he brandishes his sword with the sword of his mouth, with the breath of his nostrils. He burns up his enemies. He does not return to save anyone. Daniel just 7, we just read it today, says the books are open, the beast is slain. Jesus returns in the clouds and it's over. He's not returning as the lamb anymore. He's already been the lamb. He's returning as the conquering king to burn up his enemies. And as that glory hits people, there's three groups of people. The first one are those people that do not have the blood of Christ on their heart over the doorpost of the heart. And as the glory hits them, they burn up. They literally fall to the ground in a pile of ashes and bones. Malachi 4.3 says there'll be ashes under the soles of our feet. Psalm 97.3 says the hills melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. Okay, It's a fire. It's a consuming fire. It's the glory of the Lord. Because when the sun goes out, it never lights again because Jesus is the light of the world. He literally lights the whole world on fire with His glow His glory, okay? As that glory hits us that have the blood of Christ over the doorpost of our heart, then we, like Johnny Flame, all of a sudden we, whoom, we flame on. And from that instant, in a moment, in the twinkling eye, at the last trump, I'm going to interrupt the broadcast right there. Thirty years ago, God began to give me prophecies saying that one day he was going to use me to win thousands upon thousands of souls to his kingdom including an audible voice, a vision, a dream, and six prophetic words, I believe that I've been directed to organize a meeting to release sevenfold miracles. We're asking those who believe in the warning given to Dimitri, that America is the mystery Babylon, willing to sow a key of David's seed, willing to commit to a three-day consecutive fast, and believe we are in the last days to come to this crusade. During this crusade, we're asking people to walk the steps of Moses by observing Passover, Unleavened Bread, and First Fruits, which is April 19 through 22. We believe that once we have fasted, sown the key of David, opened the doors, and followed the steps of Moses, God is going to release the sevenfold miracles like no person or angel in history has ever seen. If you want to attend, register at sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. There are only 500 seats available. We expect to have several thousand wanting to come. That's sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Register while there are still seats available. sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. I just posted a 16-page newsletter, our largest and most important newsletter in 25 years. It gives you in writing all the prophecies, dreams, visions, and audible voices I've received over the last 30 years telling me to organize this sevenfold miracle crusade. It'll put you in tears. Frankly, it'll put you in tears. You can download it for free at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation just as a simple project. Surprisingly, I began to receive information on 30 revelations and two visions beyond what is found in the Bible. 
God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation and Leviticus, linking the feasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Topics are Jesus returns on what feast? The secret of the feasts. Who are the two witnesses? What is the morning star? The judgment seat explained. The great white throne explained. The nations explained. What is the shout? And the parables explained. Seals, trumpets, and vials go in what water? Two amazing prophecy charts on the back flap, 12 inches by 9 inches. Imagine a book on prophecy that brings a fresh, new, accurate perspective. I don't want you to get one book for $20. I want you to get five books for $30 or 10 for $55. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Available at prophecyclub.com. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. One for 20 No, no, no. Don't do that. You want to get five for 30 or the best deal, 10 for 55 prophecyclub.com.